Digital content on WAER is made possible thanks to California Closets, located in DeWitt. California Closets can help you get your entire home organized with custom-designed storage solutions for the home office, kitchen pantry, mudroom, and more. Online at californiaclosets.com. There are approximately 6,000 babies born with Down syndrome each year in the United States, according to figures from the Centers for Disease Control. That's one in every 700 born. There are undoubtedly questions and concerns from parents who wonder how this will impact the lived family experience. Welcome to The 315. I'm Joe Lee. In her new book, The Upside of Downs, Central New Yorker Lisa Maddow takes us on a journey full of adventure and funny stories about her daughter Marley, who was born with Downs, and the joy and wonder that Marley brings to those around her. And now she shares it with us on The 315. Lisa Maddow, welcome to The 315. Joe, thanks for having me. Tell me about the day that Marley was born. It was a long day. I had contractions, and finally we went to the hospital. You know, everything was was going well and had a few things happen, but she finally came out and um, was the first granddaughter for my parents, my side. So my parents were elated, and my my mother-in-law was there, and she was elated, and Dave went out in the hallway. They were, you know, hugging. What what time of year was this? This was November. Okay, so— Early uh, November. And just a, a normal day, were you expecting sometime soon for this uh, to occur, or yeah. did it take you by surprise? Uh, I, I was a week early, but I had also been with my son, so okay. it was, like, not a surprise at all. Okay. We went in, and, of course, it was snowing when we went, November 6th. And um, so we had about 10 minutes of just jubilation, and then the doctor came in and said to Dave— uh, I think your daughter has Down syndrome. Yeah. And we didn't know. You know, we had had sonograms, everything. We were told everything was great. So Dave, you know, looked at and he said, you're joking, Doc. And, you know, we just were shocked. Mm-hmm. And Dave went into the hallway and told his mom and my mom and dad. And, um, you know, there was a lot of sadness. It was like the joy just evaporated. Yeah, you you mentioned that in the book that it it seeped from the delivery room out into the hallway and you could kind of feel the the mood and energy change. What had you known about down syndrome prior to to your daughter being born with it? You know, not much because obviously when we grew up, Joe, you know, we everything was there wasn't inclusion in the schools. I went to a Catholic school. There was, you know, nobody with any needs there. So I I really did not have any awareness. But the funny thing I will tell you is I I did ask the doctor at one of the sonograms, how's the neck? And I don't know why I asked that. And Marley's neck is fine. And she's like, it's perfect. It's like a ballerina. So I said, oh, you know. So why did you ask that question? I don't know. To this day, I can't tell you why. Okay. (laughs) So uh, tell me about Marley. Uh Uh-huh. So Marley is, uh, she really is just a a wonderful young woman. She's 20. Um, You know, when she was born, people said, oh, 
you know, they're such happy children. And I want to say that's a crock of you know what, because Marley is really a, her own person. You don't mess with Marley. She, she'll let you have it. Um, but she's very smart and she's determined. And, um, you know, her capabilities, she works so hard. And uh, she just got contacts last week. I mean, it took Casey three months to, you know, she, he'd be in the bathroom for an hour. She literally pops them in in two tries. So you, so, so you're in the hospital. You learn that Marley is born with Down syndrome. Um, you, you talk about the uh, sort of sadness that uh, hits the room. Uh, you also write that your dad took it harder than just about everybody else. Yeah, it makes me tear up to this day to yeah. to, to think that you know my dad. The, Big, strong guy. And why, why, do you think that, why do you think that was? Certain expectations about what they wanted for their grandchildren? Why do you think it hit him so hard? I think it hit him so hard because he didn't realize the kind of life Marley could have. And so he, I think he felt so sorry for her and so sorry for Dave and I, thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, what we all thought, these kids, you know, when we went to school, when you were in a public school, kids with special needs were kind of downstairs in a room and mm-hmm. you you know, you didn't see him. So, and then that, that's what he had in his head. Okay. So you, you, you talked, to, you, you mentioned dad feeling uh, sorry for you. And you write about the, the day you got home from the hospital and uh, all the cards and c- congratulatory cards and all that, that you actually had received a sympathy card. I know. So what, what was going through your mind oh. when you opened that? Shock. Um, sadness and disbelief that somebody would would send that. Um, And we just, you know, we threw it out and and went on. But if I look back now, and I think, you know, where I work, sometimes you deal with sadness and people don't know how to respond. And sometimes people respond in really strange or wrong ways. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what happened. Now, you mentioned that, uh, uh, you know, the moment you, you found out that you didn't know much about Down syndrome before then, uh, what sort of went through your mind once you heard that news about Marley, about your family, about what your life uh, would be, how it would impact you guys? It, there must have been a million things swirling around in your head. What, what was going on? You know, to be honest, Joe, I know a lot of people would get right on and Google, and and I and I didn't do that. Um, I looked at her and I thought, this this kid really doesn't look much different than any other baby. And we really just brought her home. And um, although we felt the sadness still, or still carried some shock with us from it, we just went on about the business of having a new baby in the house. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I put in there how one you know, chapter of the Down Syndrome Society had reached out and the woman was so negative. And then that really set me off to say, yeah, I think we're just... How so? Oh, she had asked about Marley's health. And I said, well, you know, she's healthy. And she said, well, she's healthy now. Oh, wow. I thought, well. And, you know, the conversation went on like that. And when I got off the phone, I I just thought, well, we're we're just going to, we're just going to do this. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you know, get the help we need, but... You, you write uh, just so tenderly about that moment where everyone else has left uh, the hospital. It's just you and Marley. Uh, you went against 
hospital rules and picked her up and held her. Um, what were you thinking at that time? When she when she wouldn't stop crying, so you know, check she needed to eat, she needed something, diaper change, nothing. And the minute I picked her up and put her next to me in the bed, she just stopped crying and was snuggling. And I thought, she's mine. Mm-hmm. So you you wrote the book, um, the the upside of Downs. Why? What was uh, what was the inspiration for for writing it? Well, I wrote the book because so many of my family members and friends, when I would recount to them the situations that Marley seemed to get herself and us into, which a lot are very funny, but at the time, it was very nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time. Everyone said, you need to write this down, and you need to write a book. So I just started to collect the stories mm-hmm. and, and, and started to put it together. And you got some skill, too. You can write. You, you can put pen to paper. What is the upside of, of Downs? What do you see as the upside? The upside is uh, really the abilities that that she has. You know, people want to say people with disabilities. But Marley has abilities that a lot of us don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a keen sense of reading people. And uh, she has a grace about her. And I even say that a lot of times it looks like she's being naughty. Mm-hmm. But there's more to it. Mm-hmm. And when you look back on it, you say, oh, wow. You know, she really had she really had an idea in her head and knew what she was doing. You you paint a, a picture of a child with a ton of personality. Yeah. Um, the Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the Marley, Ooh. which I just found hilarious. So the Marley is uh, that was her gesture, her finger gesture. Uh, to let people know when she was not happy with them. And, you know, all the the boys, we have a lot of boys in our neighborhood, and they would be out playing football. And, you know, a lot of times they would let Marley join in, but this one time they didn't give her the ball. And she just, you know, got in the middle of them, and instead of raising the middle finger, she raised her index finger. Mm -hmm. You know, it was such (laughs) gesture. She just would put it out there and put that finger in her stance and her face and... She let them know what she was thinking. Might have been the wrong finger, but. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where she got that from. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. You got a lot of funny stories in here. She hacked her grandparents' Amazon Kindle and ordered some, some bed sheets and, and, and yeah. comforters. And my parents, you know, are first-generation Italian, Joe. So they don't, they have never ordered anything online or had UPS come to their house. So she had been there. And um, my mother let her have the Kindle, and probably five days later, UPS shows up, and it's uh, Big or Big Time Rush was the Disney show that was on. Or, so my father's looking at this, and there's Willy Wonka gum and a comforter and sheets, and oh, he gets on the line with Amazon. I mean, I think to this day he is forbidden from ordering from Amazon because they wouldn't take it back, and he let him have it, and. So that was very funny. <laughs> and she she also uh, hacked into, well, you don't really have to hack in, but she got into a, a neighbor's telephone, yeah. uh, cell phone, when, when he walked away from it and took, uh, oh, a few dozen selfies yes. uh, of herself with his cell phone. So funny. And some with the Marley in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to show a business uh, associate pictures of his family, and then oh, there's like 50 of Marley on there. When, when did, or, or was there a moment when, when you moved from and you, and I, and I don't know if you uh, describe in the book um, sort of feeling 
sorry, I know you, you described being concerned, but when do you think it was in Marley's life that you uh, began to shift to sort of, sort of celebrate her being? And that's a great question, Joe, because I don't think I realized it until I wrote this book and did the readbacks and noticed the change in me because I, you know, we always were nervous what Marley was going to do. And um, I'm, I'm not so sure we felt sorry, like you said. Mm-hmm. I just think that we were concerned and, um, you know, just, just always worried about uh, the next thing she was going to do to cause a problem. And I think that it was really the, in that fourth grade uh, moment I talk about where she steals the show. And that's when I began to change, when I began to say, you know what, I'm not going to sit here and, and worry about being embarrassed or mm-hmm. feel shameful if Marley does something. Right. And the fourth grade, you know, that fourth grade show that, you know, we all sit through those elementary shows and uh, she really was not only hilarious, but she did just the most generous act mm-hmm. to another student with a disability. Right. And it was beautiful. And I think that's when I began to say, you know, my daughter is really special. Right. I mean, it's it's it, it's almost like looking at it uh, and, and saying um, she's not the problem. We're not the problem. Society's the problem. Yes. Right. She, people are going to do things whether whether you have Down syndrome or not. Kids are going to poop in the pool. Yeah. Right. So, so, so it's it really is, and and you 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 describe that moment in Florida. Oh yeah. Where 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 she did that, uh, and and it wasn't because she had Down syndrome. She was taking some medication right. that you think uh, uh, helped spur that on, but you just have to accept life uh, as it is and not worry about the the way people are going to react. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and you came to that realization, and what did that do for you uh, emotionally? It's freeing. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is freeing. And it, and it, with age comes wisdom. I think that's with all of us. It takes, mm-hmm. a, you know, the ego has to, to decrease in, in order for you to gain some wisdom. And mm-hmm. um, it just felt so great to know that this is, this is who Marley is. Mm-hmm. So she might do something and it's not the end of the world. Right. Yeah. If she runs naked yeah. in the, in uh, the compound down in Florida. Right. As you described in yeah. the book, she escaped. So she escaped the house, locked door. She uh, found a way to unlock the door and went out for a stroll uh, with no clothes on. Yes. And uh, at that time, you were probably, what, still concerned about what people thought? Yes. Um, okay. Probably at that age. But we were just, you know, I didn't know where she was. At least mm-hmm. if it was in my, you know, I talk about our neighborhood a lot. Right. Right. And, Somebody would have told me and found her and brought right. her home, but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, a stranger found a stranger her. found her and thought I was the most horrendous mother. <laughs> what did you th- What did you think of yourself as a mother at that time? I just thought I needed to get her in the house before my father and mother came home because <laughs> they would have killed me. <laughs> Again, uh, she has a ton of personality. Twenty years old. What does it mean for her and for for you and your husband um, going forward? Uh, it, is will will she have an ability to to live on her own, or will she always be with you guys? I think well, she doesn't want to be with us. Okay. So I think that she's going to inclusive you mm-hmm. at Syracuse, and we'll live in the dorms. Okay. So she'll have that experience for four years, and I think that they do a really great job afterward of helping to find their students a place to live. Mm-hmm. 
whether it's with other people and, and employment. So I don't see it. Marley does not want to live with us. Mm-hmm. We certainly would have her. Right. But I don't think that that would be healthy or what she wanted. Right. Again, bright young woman. I, I should say, full disclosure, we're neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've uh, encountered Marley in the neighborhood. <laughs> she is spunky uh, and a uh, beautiful young woman. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were able to come out and talk to us about uh, this this wonderful book. What is it that you want folks to, to take away from it? And I noticed that there is a to be continued uh, at the end. Um, will you continue? And what do you want folks to take away? What I want folks to take away is is not just. Let me let me rephrase yeah. that question. Okay. Make it a two part question. You got it. What do you want folks who don't have children with Down syndrome to take away? And what do you want folks who do have children to take away? Very nice. I think that the takeaway for people who don't have uh, a child with Down syndrome or disability is the ability, not just of Marley, but of the people in our community. Because no one has ever treated Marley different. And whether it's the neighborhood, uh, whether it's been the school, community. Marley has been embraced like any other kid. She gets in trouble like any other kid. She has expectations. And I think that that really is the beautiful part of this story. It's the abilities that Marley has. And that may be for to show for people who do have a child with Down syndrome, especially if it's a baby. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't believe everything you read or listen to negativity. You know, it's certainly there is a wonderful outlook. Mm-hmm. But it's the ability, I think, of people to be able to not discriminate against someone because they're different in any way. And it really, um, we were just very fortunate where we lived. Mm-hmm. And what do you want, uh, what, what do you have to say to uh, folks that have a story to tell, any story to tell, and want to get it published? I mean, it's a... It's a, this is a pretty cool feat. I mean, not everybody has published work, and you're now a published author. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what, are, what, what what's the takeaway there? I think I've always wanted to write. I was an English major, and I think it took something that was really out of love and a passion for it to happen. Um, but if, if you do it, I mean, it took me six years of putting these stories together. And once COVID hit and I had some time, I was able to, to get it together. And it still, it took a long time. I probably edited and rewrote probably 30 times once I thought it was finished. Mm-hmm. And then I did hire an editor. And I did hire an illustrator who actually is from our neighborhood, mm-hmm. too, you know, which is, which is really neat because uh, Brooke saw Marley grow up and... Um, she really, I don't know if I could have done it. You do it, you can do it on Amazon, but to do it with illustrations, it it would have been a process. Mm -hmm. And she's a graphic artist, so she just was able to do that. The stars aligned for me, but I really think it's with anything that you do, it's out of a passion and a love. Mm -hmm. It is a, it's a wonderful read. Um, It is The Upside of Downs, Lisa Palmero Motto with illustrations by Brooke Stratton. Uh, And uh, we wish you the best of luck with it. Thanks so much, Joe. I so appreciate you having me. The Upside of Downs is a whimsical collection of adventures and stories about Marley and her family and a life lesson for us all that when you choose to worry less and celebrate life, 
you open yourself up to opportunities to build loving, lasting memories. A link to the book is available on the 315 show page at waer.org.